Tony. My, my, my name is Tony Thaxton. Like anyone else, I love a great album. But I also love those strange albums that might make you wonder how and why they even exist. But, but, but I'm not here to make fun of them. I'm here to celebrate them and t- t- tell their story. This is Bizarre Albums. Today's episode, Frankie Stein and His Ghouls. Introducing Frankie Stein and His Ghouls from 1964. In the late 1920s, Synthetic Plastic Company was founded in Newark, New Jersey. It began as a plastic manufacturer of buttons for the garments industry, in addition to manufacturing game parts for the toy industry. But in 1948, the company would branch out. Its founder, Daniel Kaysen, along with his brother Lewis, would start a children's record label called Peter Pan Records. Throughout the 1950s, Peter Pan Records had success with releasing albums of children's music in addition to storybook albums. But when the 1960s began, rock and roll music was becoming all the rage. And with that came several dance crazes. In June of 1960, Chubby Checker released The Twist. He had a number one hit with the song on two separate chart runs. Chubby Checker made quite a career off The Twist, recording the song several times, plus other songs with Twist in the title, and he even starred in two Twist-based movies, Twist Around the Clock and Don't Knock the Twist, both from 1962. But for a man whose career is so heavily linked to The Twist... On his website, he even currently sells his own brand of beef jerky with flavors like Hot Twist Hickory. Seriously. Chubby Checker wasn't even the original performer of the song. Hank Ballard, of Hank Ballard and the Midnighters, had written the song in 1959 after seeing teenagers doing the dance in Tampa. He thought the song would be a hit. But the label felt another song, Teardrops on Your Letter, would be a better single. So, the twist was only a B-side. American bandstand host Dick Clark had noticed the dance was becoming popular, and he recommended to Cameo Records that Chubby Checker, who was apparently considered more wholesome, re-record the song, and from there, Chubby Checker would become synonymous with the twist. But it wasn't just the twist. Other dance crazes soon followed. The mashed potato, the pony, the Watusi, they all became popular with American teenagers. Soon, record labels started releasing records capitalizing on the different dance crazes. And synthetic plastics, or Peter Pan records, whatever you want to call them, wanted to find musicians who understood the times to help them produce some of these records. It's the Jimmy 
Joel Heron had worked as the conductor on the Jimmy Dean Show. Though he was more known for his orchestral or jazz work, he had a love for rock and roll. And Synthetic Plastics approached Heron about assembling a band to record some of these dance records they wanted to produce. Heron took the job and brought in Fred Hertz, who he knew from the Jimmy Dean Show, to work with him on these projects. The idea was to record several songs as bed music that could then be used to have different musicians solo over the top of the tracks, which would give them the opportunity to create several songs without having to re-record the band every time. This idea worked, and their dance records were selling well. After a night of drinking in the studio, Heron and Hertz used several sound effects from the studio archives and put them over the dance tracks they had recorded. It started as a joke, almost done as a response to Bobby Boris Pickett's Monster Mash, which had gone to number one in 1962. And even though it was just a joke, the label felt like it could work. The project was given a fake band name, and another subsidiary label was created to release the album. So, in the summer of 1964, Frankie Stein and His Ghouls, introducing Frankie Stein and His Ghouls, was released on Power Records. That's how it could have happened. But how about this? Okay, so this record, to this day, is a bit of a mystery. There are a few versions of what may actually be the story. But to get into another version of this story, let's fast forward a couple of years. In 1966, a record called Batman and Robin by the sensational guitars of Dan and Dale was released. Who were Dan and Dale? Well, they didn't exist. The record was made quickly as a way to capitalize on the popularity of the Adam West Batman TV series that had debuted earlier that year. With the exception of Dan and Dale, who aren't even real, there are no credits on the album. But in the years since its release, we've learned that the album was produced by Tom Wilson, best known for his work as a producer for Bob Dylan, Simon and Garfunkel, The Mothers of Invention, and The Velvet Underground. The band on Batman and Robin was actually made up of the legendary free jazz musician Sun Ra, along with members of The Blues Project. The Blues Project were a Greenwich Village band that featured notable musicians like Danny Kalb, Steve Katz, and Andy Kohlberg. Batman and Robin was released on Tifton Records, which is another imprint of synthetic plastics. And because of this, rumors have gone around for years that Tom Wilson is also the producer behind Frankie Stein and his ghouls. But to this day, no one has ever taken credit to be any part of it. So now let's rewind back to 1964. In the summer of 1964, Frankie Stein and his ghouls, introducing Frankie Stein and his ghouls, was released on Power Records. We have enough problems in this city without worrying about ghosts and goblins. The album begins with Weirdo the Wolf, which was actually released as a single. The album itself doesn't list any songwriting credits, but the single shows us that the song was written by Dewey Bergman, a composer, arranger, and pianist, perhaps best known for his work with Guy Lombardo. <laughs> Oh! <laughs> 
this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello. I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going! Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The B-side to Weirdo the Wolf was Goon River, which is also the second song on the album. Again, we only get the songwriter credit on the single, and there it's listed as Joe Thomas. Now there's a few different Joe Thomases that have been involved in the music business, but a lot of them don't really make sense in the timeline here. If I had to guess, what makes the most sense is the jazz saxophonist composer and arranger Joe Thomas. But, just a guess. back cover of the album reads, An album like this is enough to scare a body into dancing anything from The Twist, Watusi, Hully Gully, Swim, Frug, Surf, Monkey, Dog, Lindy, and even the lowly Foxtrot, and without losing a dead beat. In fact, each song on the album is followed by parentheses and the name of a dance. The next song, A Hearse Is Not A Home, is accompanied with parentheses frug. According to Wikipedia, the frug evolved from another dance of the era, the chicken. The chicken, which featured lateral body movements, was used primarily as a change of pace step while doing the twist. The back cover goes on to read, The monster maestro, Frankie Stein, is a graduate of the Mausoleum of Music at the University of Paris Green. He plays guitar with three hands and conducts with the other two. He is dead serious about his music. Many critics have hailed him as hideous, ghastly, horrormonious, etc., etc., etc.
Side one closes with Lullaby of Ghostland. Parentheses Foxtrot. Side two begins with knives and lovers. Parentheses swim. There are all kinds of rumors as to who is actually playing on this record. Again, while no one has owned up to it, according to RealGoneMusic.com, these rumors include Rock and Roll Hall of Fame guitarist Dwayne Eddy, jazz saxophonist Max Grieger, in addition to Sun Ra and the Blues Project. But again, no one has confirmed or denied. The back cover goes on to read, This record was recorded with the fabulously eerie sound of Power Records' new DDT method. The dynamic sound with the dead beat that has everything to make your dancing party a howling success. For the album's closer, we once again get the twist involved. Here's a bit of neck twist. Reportedly, the album sold out everywhere soon after its release. Power Records would do another pressing in 1971, but copies of the album have been a bit of a collector's item for years. But in 2022, Real Gone Music reissued the album on what their website describes as ghoulish neon green vinyl. And those are still available over at realgonemusic.com. And the album is currently streaming on Spotify. So was it Joel Heron and Fred Hertz? Was it Tom Wilson and Sun Ra? As of the time of this recording, nearly 60 years after its release, it's still a mystery. But clearly, it must have been a winning formula. Because in 1965, four more Frankie Stein and his Ghouls albums were released. But those are for another... 
Halloween. Thank you for listening to Bizarre Albums. If you like the show, please subscribe and leave a review. It helps people find the show. You can also follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Bizarre Albums, and I'm at Tony Thaxton. You can also like Bizarre Albums on Facebook and visit BizarreAlbums.com. And if you still want more Bizarre Albums in your life, sign up for weekly bonus episodes of Bizarre Singles and more at Patreon.com slash Bizarre Albums. And as always, if you know of a Bizarre Album you'd like to hear featured, please tweet the show. I'd love to hear from you. You can even email me at bizarrealbums at gmail.com. My name is Tony Thaxton, and I'll see you next time on Bizarre Albums. <laughs>